Um, hey y'all, it's your girl Cherry Wine, and I'm back for more wine time. And today's guest is the founder and one of four hosts of UDP, better known as Unapologetically Dope Podcast. He is also one fourth of the well-known beard gang. Uh, um, Scoop Rose. Hey, Scoop. What's good, family? How you doing? You know, you know, chilling, chilling on this lovely Sunday. What's going on with you? I'm going to need you to put a little respect on the beard gang's name, okay? Don't You don't be introducing us like that. What I said, you know, the beard gang. Yeah, but your little extra uh, whatever you did after that. You that lucky was... I ain't do my DMX growl. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why we call you Yash Knight, okay? You Suge Knight Jr. No, nah, don't do that. It's all love for real. Don't do. <laughs> Don't do that. It's all love for real, for real. You know, we like, you know, fucking with y'all. It is what it is. That's what family do, you know? We yeah, but see, y'all. it's a difference between fucking with somebody and the shit that y'all do. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. come on, like you keep coming at my beard being gone. Look, it's growing back. You're not gonna keep coming at me like this. Listen, you don't want to have a freak accident. <laughs> <laughs> Came on live with a Freaking mask on the beard. I was, I'm like, wait a minute. Do the beard got his own mask? Or is that a gauze? Like, what's going on here? I hate it too. Because little kids just be looking like, why he got that band aid on? He got a boo boo? No. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm okay. I was looking. It, it, was, it was bothering me. I need an answer. <laughs> I needed some answers. Like, what's going on here? But I'm glad, you know. You on the road to recovery? Yeah, Can't yeah. It's funny no as it is. To the beard now. Yeah, it's as funny as it is. I cut myself up pretty bad, so pretty bad. Okay, yeah. you got stitches and everything. Like, have you been putting anything on it? You don't want to, you know, it up under the. Yeah, that's why um, I've, been, I've been having to get steroid injections so it doesn't happen because I do have very oh, sensitive yeah. skin, so. That's why I have to, you know, I'm still wearing this Band-Aid because I get them in, like, my chin injected to keep it from turning into a keloid or a hypertrophic scar or something like that. Oh, my God. This was a really bad. See, it was, it's worse than what I thought it was. All right, I'm going to stop laughing now. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool, laughing. but it was my no, fault. No, you getting shots and shit <laughs> out here now. <laughs> I cut myself with a razor blade trying to etch myself, you know, line my, my beard up with a razor blade for the first time and the dog freaked out from somebody shooting off firecrackers and ran in the bathroom trying to get underneath me with his big scary ass and he knocked me into the toilet and the blade just slit right into my skin. So mm. that was a straight razor? Yeah. Like the one um Silly had on Mr. Still <laughs> <laughs> about to cut his ass like a fish, okay? <laughs> Jesus. You know, all right, no more laughing at the beer injury. That's fucked up. But, you know, I'm happy that you're getting over that. So um, for those of you who don't know Scoop, he has a podcast as well. So tell us about your podcast and what made you start podcasting. So Unapologetically Dope, also known as UDP, 
uh, it's a podcast for people that don't know what podcasts are. It's a chance to get away from life. It's a necessary conversation for the black culture. Um, I felt it necessary to do something different, to do what other podcasts weren't. And that's why we don't stick to just one topic. You catch us talking about some of everything or just getting a necessary conversation going amongst, you know what I'm saying, our family, our friends, and, and networking throughout the community. So that was the the motivation behind UDP. Period. So, um, you know, what made you get started with Shots with School? Because it's a whole vibe out here. Everybody look forward to Wednesday night at 7.30. And um, not that y'all, you know, this is a little bit about the podcast is like, we support each other all the time. And Wednesday night belonged to Scott's Shots with School. So what made you start with that? So, you know, again, we, we have a really dope network of, of Black creatives, our, our podcast family that have done so many different virtual events together. And we get on Instagram and just shoot the shit all the time. And I'm like, yo, I need for the people that mess with us outside of all of this that are really actual fans that you know, are learning about podcasting and getting to all this for the first time to see how dope these people are. And I wanted to make sure to be able to highlight y'all in such a dope way. And it did. It blew up. Wednesdays are dope as hell. I look at our numbers sometimes. I seen 2021. I'm like, yo, let's get it. Okay. It's amazing. And I love that we all could come on and interact with each other. And the, the, the good part about Shots with Scoop is that you actually interview and get to know other podcasters and for us we you get to answer our questions as well like you got a segment where we can come on and ask questions and they have to answer us that's the dope part of the evening well you know it gives us a chance to get to know the podcasters as well on top of the questions that you're asking we get to ask our own so it's just a whole dope vibe on a wednesday period okay thank you i appreciate that it's it's i love it i, I absolutely love it Yes, it's, it's you know it's the whole thing. Now, um, tell us the worst date you've been on. Whew. I was uh, I was seventeen years old. I asked out this young woman that worked at Starbucks across from the restaurant I used to work at. She was older than me, and she thought I was like I think she was twenty one, twenty two, and she thought I was around that age. So uh, she came to pick me up over my aunt's house, had me drive. I had no license. I had very little driving experience. So I'm fucking up on the freeway. I'm I'm damn near hitting cars. I couldn't park once we got to the movie theater. Movie theater was closing by the time we got there. Long story short, she came back to my house where my nieces and nephew were. And my mama was downstairs on the phone smoking a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) And she was just like, yo, I'm going to just go. Like, thank you for trying. And I never talked to her again. Well, first of all, that was her fault. Because you put an unlicensed driver in your vehicle, ma'am. And then you had him get on a freeway, which had to be freaking scary as shit. She didn't know. She thought I had my license because I may have lied about having my license. What? (laughs) I just didn't think So you was lying, trying to impress her? Yeah, I did. I lied about Look, and she all. called your bluff. She did. And put you in the driver's seat. Yeah, and I drove like I had a blindfold on and I had the bubble guts. Oh my god. Now what if you would have fucked her car up? 
I, I thank God I didn't. I don't. I didn't think that far ahead because I wasn't expecting the date to actually happen. Like, I, you know, romance to got a number or whatever. But I just planned on just talking or like meeting up around work so we could kick it. So she didn't know how old you was. Nah, she didn't find out till afterwards. Yeah, when you put it home to your mama and she in the living room smoking cigarettes <laughs> on the phone with your grandmother, like you know. <laughs> That's a black home, boy. If you know for a fact, like that is a black home. If you come to pick somebody up or you bring invite your friends over, it's a guarantee my mama gonna be in the living room smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and was not going upstairs. Phone. Yeah, was not going no. upstairs. Why? Because that's her house. Okay. <laughs> Why she gotta go upstairs? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. her house. She probably she probably had the cordless phone in her hand. She did. And was just sitting there you know, watching from the did. kitchen. <laughs> Did not take her eyes off us at all. Old girl was probably in my living room for all the 15 minutes before she was like, all right, well, I'm going to go. Thank you for trying. I'm like, shit. Because she's 21. What the fuck? Yeah. She coming over. This ain't no study date. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cracking up. Oh, my God. Yes, that has to go down in the books. Like, you never can forget that one, boy. Nah, not at all. But shout out to me for getting her number, though. I just was full of lying. You forgot her number? No, I said for getting her number. Oh, I mean, well, look, you shoot a look. What what mantra can say? Shoot a shoot, King. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot a shoot. You shot your shot, but you ain't follow through with it. Nah, nah, I didn't. That was your fault. You needed to assist. (laughs) But um, so my next question is. If you could redo any age, which one would it be and why? Who I would go back to 31. Uh, that was, oh, man, that was about three years ago. Uh, I lost my ex-fiance at that time, my grandmother, my aunt. And I did a lot of stupid shit, and I hurt a lot of people. Um, so if I can go back in time and, and just guide myself better through that pain and that hurt and confusion... Uh, I would do that and and be better mentally than where I'm at right now with my past. So 31, you just acted off of emotions that whole year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know whether I was coming or going. Uh, I didn't know if it was night or day. I was just doing shit, showing out at work and, and getting high in the parking lot. And oh. I, I just did whatever whatever took my mind off of what I was going through. I was okay with you was living on the edge. Yeah. It was rough. It was real um, rough. I mean, it happens to the best of us. We don't always have, you know, good years, good days. You know, it happens to the best of us. Well, I'm glad you got up out of that. And you are here today to tell your story. Yeah, absolutely. It's a new day. Period. A new day, a new school with some more fuck shit. Just in a different way. Because you always on some fuck shit. You and that damn Whoa. gang of yours. Whoa. Like, I just feel mm. so attacked right now. This, mm. just, the gang ain't did Listen. nothing. All we do is love and support y'all. You love and support and burning bonnets and eyelashes <laughs> along the way. Okay? Stop I'm never going to forget the fact. I'm never going to forget that you said that you will put eyelashes on a grill. That hurt my heart, and I don't even fuck with eyelashes like that. But you would go back to that extent. 
Listen, y'all was talking about doing some very unhealthy things to video games. Burning bonnets and shit. Listen, I need you to understand. You touch my game, this is the consequence that you face. I mean, listen, touche. Because we both, we as we can tell, as it's been seen, both sides can get real, real petty. Y'all worse. Uh, we went mild on y'all. Y'all, y'all you you think you went mild? You putting you cutting a a, a, a sunroof in the bonnet? Like, Cut, cutting my dreads? That's giving I mean, me a bob. You can grow that back. I mean, come on, the Jada Pinkett though. Like if you post Dang. that one more time. <laughs> And then when I, you get that picture of, of uh, Samuel L. Jackson with the ashy ass gray dreadlocks, where, where you get that from? Um, actually, Star got that picture. So you gotta ask her. Oh, wow, Star! Obviously, I never even saw that movie. So wow, <laughs> that was funny. And then you that made that shit a shirt. Like the disrespect was mad Listen, real on that shirt. Y'all, y'all said if we lost. I had to come on live with the beer, and I did it, but I had to pay homage to y'all at the same time. I give you credit so. for half of that. You're not getting full credit for that. That shirt, <laughs> that shirt was some bullshit. It was some bullshit. We couldn't even focus on our victory because everybody could see the fuckery of your response on your shirt. Listen, y'all had fun posting on y'all stories with all of the um championships trophies and all that yeah have fun thursday is my time yeah i mean we enjoyed our victory parade but damn talk about raining on a nigga parade you brought the thunderstorm well well, y'all tried to bring the freaking hurricane to us first it was shout out to that battle of the sexes though that was a lot of fun it was fun but i still think you um Oh, Courtney, apologize. Oh my God, I am not apologizing. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Can my good sister get an apology right now? Listen for the trick for the for the for the trick question. Wow, what I will apologize for is that there was not more clarity in the rules. How about that? This half-ass. This half-ass. How is that a half-ass apology? Can Can you just say court v? I apologize for snaking you. Court, I'm sorry you feel like you got snaked. That was not the intention. I guess that's the best we're going to get. Cause <laughs> that's as good as it's going to get. That ain't no listen. fucking apology. I'm sorry if you feel. That's not no apology. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen. I said sorry, right? That's in there. That's part of it. That's the key point. Of an apology is the word sorry. Sorry, all right. Yeah. You sorry, all right. Wow. You you sorry, all right. Wow. Here we go. Whatever. You know, whatever. You know, court. I tried. This is what you're going to get, sis. Now. Wow. You know, just, take can it, y'all take just it. settle with this L so we can move on? <laughs> oh, I will be fi- perfectly fine with it. I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm done with it. Okay. It's November. Y'all game dropping. I hope that shit. <laughs> Fucking freeze! <laughs> I, hope, I hope everybody that got the first batch. <laughs> How you gonna say you done with it and you now trying to put a hex on us? What kind of shit I is that? that? I hope you spend eight hundred dollars on that bitch freeze. Wow! May your edges forever be uneven since you want to be like my that. My edges, my edges is hell. I hope you wake up in the morning and they just move back two inches <laughs> and you can't explain why. Listen, they got wigs. 
I'll get me. I'll rock my wig until my shit come back. Don't do that. <laughs> that's what a dog. That's that's exactly why the dog hopped on your ass or twitched your throat. Wow, that's exactly why. See you, vicious that's with exactly the comeback. This is why we can't get along now because your ass, I hit you with a comeback, and here you come with a baseball bat to the jugular. You a verbal thug. That's what it is. You was a verbal thug. I am not. I am not. I listen. I tell y'all all the time that I'm a thug, but don't call me a verbal thug. That 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 that's that hit below. You're that, vicious. I'm a thug all the way across the table. <laughs> oh, you said don't downgrade my status. Nah. Wow. It's it's Tupac or nothing. Wow. It's like I. So, you know, this season, I'm doing shady shit in a week. So, um, do you have any shady shit that you witnessed, encountered, or seen this week? No, nah, actually, you know, everybody been focused on that election. I haven't seen anything but red and blue and numbers since Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I mean... It was some shady shit this week, though, coming from 45. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. This this nigga fucking tweeted that um he really won by a lot. <laughs> nigga, he <where>? came <laughs> at Detroit. He came at Detroit verbally in one of his press conferences calling us corrupt and said we had the worst what? election uh, history known to the nation. Just he, he came for anybody that wasn't for him. He came for a lot of cities, and what I don't understand is that you are the president. This is your country, and you coming at us, and in the same token, you want niggas to vote for you. No, <laughs> it don't work like that. You can't come and antagonize a, a whole city of um, a whole urban area, and then say that you want our vote. It don't work like that, pumpkin. Yeah. And I mean pumpkin literally, because he looked like a fucking president pumpkin. Cheeto. He thought that picture with Lil Wayne gave him some street cred. He thought he had How the black. Did community. he not? He posted that and let he thought everybody was run, riding with two. <laughs> no, niggas was looking at him like nigga. <laughs> Are you serious? We knew you was out to lunch, but now you really, really yeah. out. Yeah, Carter Five came off my rotation that day. I was like, ah, yeah. I'm straight, bruh. And I fuck with Wayne, but he, him doing that, that one picture, that picture alone, it, I don't even want to do cash. <laughs> nine, nine, you know, when that song come on, you still, you're going to be looking <laughs> yeah, back for your husband, like, oh, wait, come on, you know what it is. Yeah, he don't even dance, but I'm going to do it for the both of us, okay? You, you bitch get Megan, Megan knees when that song come it's on. It's a classic. You deal with it it's later. It's a classic. It is. It is. It's never going to get old, boy. It's, it will never get old, ever. Hey, guys. I'm Juicy from the Mind Triggers podcast, letting you know where you can get your fix of real, raunchy, and raw. Make sure you tune in and catch our comedy podcast on multiple streaming platforms such as Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And by the way, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at mind underscore triggers for some behind the scene laughs and unseen footage. Remember, the whole team gotta win. Um, so I'm glad that you had your um you shared with us about your um first date. And I'm glad that you also shared that when you was 31 you had an ex fiance. 
because today we are going to be discussing relationships when they become stuck. So, there's a show on um, called Put a Ring on It, and it's by Will Packer. Shout out to Will Packer because he's doing his thing all on the own network, period. Brother, it's getting money. He got ready. Well, he got ready for love with Tommy, and he got <clears> Put a <throat> Ring on it. He got Fridays on 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 lock, period. So anyway, <clears throat> put a ring on it is a um is an unscripted relationship show, and it follows three longtime couples with help from the master relationship coach, Doctor Nicole LaBeach. So basically, she sits with these couples every week, and she's trying to get them to realize if they want to be together or if they really need to just cut their losses and move on. So, um, at what point in your relationship did you know that y'all just wasn't going to get married? Whew, after we got engaged. <clears throat> and why was So, everything changed. You know, I thought that putting a ring on her finger was, you know, that's the one thing that every woman wants, you know, to be solidified in a relationship. I thought it would make her cooperate, if you will. <laughs> That wait a minute, wait, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> like, I start this cooperation. <laughs> no but if I'm go. being honest, I legit thought that it would stop all the the arguing and the nitpicking and and all of that. And for a minute, it did. For a good week, we lived in premarital bliss. We were really happy and in love, and she had become my best friend again. And then all of a sudden, it just took a turn for the worse. And it stayed progressively bad, uh, even through the end. So um, how long was y'all together before you actually popped the question? Uh, a year and a half. And how long was y'all together after you popped the question? Uh, another six months. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you asked somebody to marry you and it didn't, y'all wasn't engaged for only six months before y'all just called? Yeah, she, um, I I don't, I can't give you a reason for why, but she was messing around with a married man that I went to high school with. Um, and it gets a little deeper than that because she was also married to a female while me and her were together. Wait, wait a minute. So what made you ask her? she was my best friend she has showed me a whole nother way of life by way of black love and supporting each other and encouraging each other and she was the first real adult relationship i had ever been in when i had where i had somebody that loved me the way that she did or i thought she did so did you know that she was i did if i can be honest about it um we got together on some awkward shit. She claimed to not be gay anymore and wanted to be with a man and have a family and kids and all of that. And she just didn't go about leaving her the right way. Um, and we thought we would have eventually got to that point where all that would have been a part of the past. And, you know, her and I would have been together. But nah, we broke up and she got married last year to some dude. Oh, so she so she's yeah, married now. Yeah, she's married to some dude now. Okay, so on the show, there's three couples, right? And one of the couples been together for nine years. And um, he proposed to her. 
And at the time, she was ready, but he wasn't. And he proposed to her because he thought that's what she wanted. Same as you. You felt that that's what she wanted or whatever. Now, fast forward a couple, I want to say he proposed at year five, if I'm not mistaken. She got a dress, everything, but then he wasn't ready. Two years after that, he asked her again. So now they're on year seven. Now, she not ready and he ready. So now, now they at year nine and he's still ready, but she's not. So the reason of for them being on the show is that um, her thing is that she needs to make sure that he is the person that she's supposed to marry. Now, on this show, they go on dates with other people while living together still. The dates is coming to the house, picking them up and stuff like that. So every time she go on a date, she feels like she has a connection. She having a good time with these niggas and everything like that. But when he go on a date, she get jealous. So the doctor is just basically trying to tell her, like, do you want him or you don't want nobody else to have him? That's exactly what it seems so, like. <clears throat> yeah. So my question to you is that sometimes in a relationship, to me, all of the relationships that's on there, they're stuck. And she's trying to help them get out of that phase or whatever. So do you think sometimes men just figure, oh, well, I'm going to just ask her to marry her because I feel like that's what she want to do without thinking of your wants and needs. Yeah, because I wasn't ready to get married. I wasn't where I wanted to be financially to take care of us and provide for us. And I definitely where I wasn't, you know, wasn't where I wanted to be in my career. So um, we was having, we were having problems, you know, and I didn't see any way out other than giving her what she had been screaming for, for the last six months. She even had my parents at one point, like y'all need to just go ahead, get it together, go get some counseling and get married. Like, whoa, what can I be the one to decide when I'm ready to put a ring on somebody's finger and spend the rest of my life with them? I had so much pressure Mm -hmm. from everybody around me and then all my family, my cousins and close friends get married and I'm the single one out. And it's like, come on, dog, what you doing? What you waiting on? Just do it. And I did that shit. And look at where it got me. (laughs) See, and I feel like sometimes that when everybody else around you is getting married, that's when the pressure come on for your situation. Because then it's like, oh, well, when when y'all getting married? Or what's y'all wedding date? Or it's the same thing as everybody else having kids around you and then you're the only one having kids. It's like, oh, well, when you gonna have a baby? But you can't move off of other people's expectations if you're not ready for that. So you probably was pressured into asking her when deep down inside, you know, that's not what you wanted. And it ended the way it did because that was God's way of showing you, like, you didn't do this for you. You did this for somebody else. And then and that was a hard pill to swallow, but it eventually made its way down. Uh, so are y'all Hell friends nah. today, like? No. No. No? So it was a bad Let me tell you how bad it was. She is the reason Gabe came after me the way that he did on, on Instagram. That's That's Seriously? her best friend. Or one of her new besties. I just found Wait. this out. Wait, 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 wait a minute. So now this this makes sense now. So all of this simp talk and shit stems yep. from this husband. When I found out 
How she even know him? Ain't he from Memphis? So I, I don't know. So Tiff actually, my cousin Tiff, my co-host, shout out to her. She shout out to Tiff. I like. Yeah, she did. Tiff. She did her uh, cousinly duties and did some research and uh, found his Facebook page and traced her back to traced him. Excuse me, back to Tiffany, um, and they exchange food recipes and they just the best of fucking friends and all that shit so now we know where this unexplained beef came from with this simp shit because i'm like this man don't even know me and that's where i was confused at because you can't be coming so hard at an individual and you know nothing about them especially since you know we all literally we are all in different states so how do you know this man that was that was my whole thing like I know y'all sat on the same panel before, but it wasn't to the point where he can just roll over yeah, and disrespect nah, we, you. He wouldn't even exchange words with me on none of them shows when I would try to challenge the bullshit that he was saying. He would just respond to everybody else. And I'm like, all right, well, okay. So he got a a, a silent beef with you over something that your ex said to him, obviously. And who knows? Like, first of all, not for nothing. Where the bro code? Uh, Where's the what happened? What I, happened to I the think he would need a little bit more testosterone in his tank to understand what that means. I mean, because not for nothing, like I'm not gonna go off of what somebody else says to me about you. I will make my own decision about you based off of our interaction. Now, somebody can come to me and say, you know what? I don't fuck with school because X, Y, Z, and yada, yada, yada. I never experienced that with you, so I'm not going to jump on a bandwagon like, yeah, fuck that nigga. This, this, that, that. I, I think me. that's what he wanted. I have to make Because uh, it's it's funny he, he did wanted, that on your live with everybody wanted, hanging out. And I didn't like I didn't like that. I didn't I didn't like that. And and um I guess he felt I guess he know that I didn't like that because I didn't have an issue with him. I didn't record it with him before. I didn't did a live with him before. But since that day, he hasn't he hasn't been back. Because that nigga know. He he, he wanted to get back. some negative attention. He thought that he could drum up some attention. And I, I engaged because I'm not one. I don't bite my tongue for shit. If you want to throw some disrespect, nigga, I'll give you some disrespect. But like, you know, Tiff was telling me and like all y'all was saying, like, just let that shit die. Block that nigga and keep going. And when we did that, yeah. we got back to us. And just that's what it, it was. Go. Yeah. Because I was I was even willing to do a, like, mediation between y'all to see what the real issue is because you don't, you haven't seen this man done your life. Y'all don't even know each other like that. So where's all the hostility coming from? But now we know it's a chick in his ear which is crazy. She probably sticks him so. on you. But if you marry, if you marry, honey, and you moved on with your life, why am I still a topic of discussion? I wish I knew. I, I, I really shouldn't. Because honestly, when people do stuff like that, she must have known she 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 fucked up, and you probably the one that got away. And she she and she see and she hear of you making moves. I mean, you got the podcast, you making moves out here, you got the following, you got people up on you, and you know, you popular, you popping. And she probably wanted to set fire to your shit because she felt some type of way. But you can't. Well, I told you, don't want nobody get in the way of you and. What yeah. you're supposed to be doing? This your this your purpose. Absolutely. 
one way or another, somebody going to try to always throw salt in the game, but there's no way in hell that you're going to let them win, ever. Yeah, and that's why I let that, that shit with Gabe, I let it go. I'm like, I'm not even about to respond to this, man. I'm not, I'm not doing no back and forth. And then he only wanted to talk on his platform. So you want me to bring all my people and, to your platform? Nah, bro. Mm-hmm. That's why I said that I was willing to mediate on mine because now it's not like, oh, well, I'm not going on his show because he got his people and I'm not going on his show because he got his people. If you come meet in the middle and do a mediation, it ain't no sides going for no sides. It's just everybody coming to this spot. But once you think about it, it's like, why should I even do it? Is it even worth it? Because now you get in a one-sided um information from one person you never even not that i have to explain myself to you we never had a, we never even had a, a a discussion about the situation which is none of your business in the first freaking place but but you just can't make a a a, a freaking decision on me and who i am based off of what somebody else said oh lord knows what she said and then now like, yeah. I'm a simp. what i'm a simple <laughs> I'm a simp because I was in a relationship with a woman that I love and I did any and everything that I could for said woman because that's my job in a relationship. Now I'm a simp. There it is. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, 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 I never even know what a simp was until this whole situation popped off, but a, a, a simp is definitely don't explain or well, describe I thank you. you. Sis. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not, I don't kiss ass. Like, I couldn't understand where this dude got this from. That I was an ass kisser and doing all this shit for attention. It's like, what? Is are you for real, bro? Like, where would you even get this shit from? And he couldn't substantiate it. He just kept talking shit with his own. I mean, he fucking trolled like an eighty year old grandma. But we can move on. I'm good. Yeah, because I did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that on the live. I didn't like the name caller because you're grown men, and I didn't like that after the fact. You just continue the conversation on other platforms. I didn't like that. So, but whatever. Back to topic at hand. When, what happens when, what do you think should happen when a relationship becomes in the idle mode and both of you feel stuck? What do you think? I do think you should step back and reevaluate what it is that's got you feeling like that. You know, I don't think that going on dates with other people is the solution. <laughs> I think that's messy as <laughs> shit because now you just bringing other people into our problems and you not focusing on what we got going on. You putting your attention on somebody else. Fuck that shit. Um, one thing that I thought that I did good in the past and it worked for a while in relationships is when we, you know, upset, when we mad, when we not getting along, we don't try to talk that shit out in a moment. We go out and spend time together away, just getting back to us, you know what I'm saying? Getting that our vibe back on track. And then we can come back to the table of the conversation once we didn't put that anger away and we can actually have a conversation. So that's what I think it takes. You just got to try to get your vibe back, get away from the B for a moment, and then come back when you got your head clear. So do you think at the, at the stage of being stuck in idle mode, should you A, seek therapy, like couples therapy, or B, just after you did all of what you just said, 
should if it's still in that same phase, should you seek therapy or just call? See, I I can't advise against therapy because I did what I've already suggested. I never tried the therapy, so I would suggest to absolutely try everything that you can if you really care about your relationship, and if you've exhausted all of that, then it's time to walk away because love just not cutting it no more. And see, for me, being in the stuck idle mood phase, depending on the length of our relationship, I would be like, just call it quits. Because if I try everything, if I try everything in my power to try to make it work and it's that there and, and nothing's budging, I think I'm going to just exit stage left. But um, if we've been together for a good amount of time and, you know, we just, in the sunken place right now, and I truly believe that we could get out of it, then I would definitely. Yeah, I mean, nine years, like you were saying that couple was, if you ain't got it, if it took nine, nine years to get years. to where you at, it might be time to reevaluate what you got going on and maybe seek going your separate ways. Real tough. Yeah, because they, they've, been, they've been together for nine years. The first proposal was at five. The second one was at seven. They at nine and they still ain't married and they still suck. So they've been stuck. Well, why did he keep proposing? What was, the, what was that gonna do? I guess the the second time, I guess he felt like he was ready and he wanted her to truly be his wife. And at that point, she wasn't ready. But what I don't like about this girl is that and and not for nothing, her nigga <laughs> is banging. Okay, I mean. He oh Jesus, he is we'll, banging. We'll take I'm your just word gonna say that. <laughs> but she <laughs> she I don't like how every time she is scheduled for a date, she really like the way she interacts with these other guys and then to see how she interacts with her man. Uh, totally she's different. seeking attention. She liked that attention. It's totally different. Yes. So if you would if you would give your man the type of affection and attention that you're giving these dates that you just met, I don't think y'all would be on the show. Cause him, he's not coming to, he's not looking forward to his dates. You can tell. Like he's he's doing it because it's a part of the show. Her, she's looking forward to his date, to her date. And then every time it's time for him to go on a date, she's got a problem. She trying to wrinkle up his wrinkle clothes. Wrinkle up his clothes. She trying to, what? you know, fuck with him. Yo, he was he was ironing his clothes and getting dressed and everything. She kept sitting on him, balling up his shirt, like you know. He was like, I, but I, do I when you go on dates? Like, do I give you this same treatment? And she was like, so what? Like, you know, having an attitude. But in the same token, she comes back and tell him about her dates and the good old time she had, and if she would go on a second date with oh, these niggas or not. Like, she's doing this. I would me like y'all know I ride with the women, but when y'all wrong, y'all wrong. And sis is doing the most. And if I was her man, she I could just be perfect for TV. Because I would hope Brad would have enough sense if she dogging know. him like that and bragging about other dudes in his face. Brad need to to pull his balls out of his pocket man. and tell her to get the fuck on. She just, I'm telling you, just. Uh, I'm gonna find a clip. I'm gonna post it in your end so y'all can see it. It's crazy, but um, I saw this on Twitter the other day, and it says, "Um, my next relationship, we're having a weekly sit down, once a week, just to sit and discuss us. 
how things are going, what we can do to develop our relationship, and more. Each other's needs, do's, and don'ts. You'd be surprised at just a little communication can do for any relationship. Do you agree uh, with that? I mean, the idea of getting together and, and actually, you know, discussing things and your needs and wants before there's actually a problem. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Can that be done a better way than drawing to the, you know, the the communication table? The fact that, hey, everything has been going good and people start to overthink shit and worry about why shit ain't been going wrong and worry about what you really like. I just think that creates other issues, especially because let's be honest, if we could be honest, some women tend to truly overthink things without a second thought. So that could be very detrimental to certain relationships with certain people because immediately, okay, damn, we've been good for two months. Ain't been no problems. What the fuck is he really doing? You know what I'm saying? Or it's a lot of guys. I know some guys that are like that too. So I just think it's it could be better ways to go about it than always bringing attention to the fact that everything ain't what it's supposed to be in that way. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, some not not for nothing. Your mind, if you live in your mind and you let your mind tell you certain things, it it it, it will get in the way yeah. of anything you're trying to do. I'm, anything, whether it's a relationship, whether it's anything day to day. If you let your mind take over by overthinking, you self sabotaging yourself. Now, if you've been having, if you had a good two months, enjoy those sixty days. Y'all ain't had no argument. You had no falling out or nothing. Enjoy it. Make that yeah. goal for the next sixty. Don't just start. Don't start thinking. Well, this nigga out here tripping, or this girl out here, what's she doing? Is that that? Nah, because that's exactly that's capitalize on that happiness. You know, shake shit up a little bit. Do something a little bit different. You know, move that vacation up a little early. Keep mm-hmm. the vibe going. Keep feeding into yeah. that. So when the bullshit does happen, it's minimal, and y'all can sweep it away. Yeah, it keeps that, keep that, keep those date nights, keep those, you know, what you want to eat texts going. Y'all love food. We love that shit, <laughs> man. And don't just don't Jesus. just don't ask me what I want. If, ask me if I'm hungry. You can ask me if I'm hungry. Just don't ask me what I want. You can never go wrong <laughs> with bringing me some Chipotle. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a hell what day of the week it is. I'm and always I've learned in the, in the past, if she say she ain't hungry, bring something anyway, even if it's a little small something. Oh, you see McDonald's caught on to the, to no, the, to I the shit. You saw the new commercial? When the with oh, it's a black couple too. They pull up to the drive thru and he asks her if she wants something, she said no. <laughs> Got her one he anyway. Two. And and then when she grabbed the bag to get one, and he was like, oh, I thought you didn't want one. And she was like, well, you got two? Yeah, because I know your ass is going to want to bite. <laughs> McDonald's is for this shit now. That's how y'all supposed to think. Like, even when we say yep. no, bring it anyway. Yep, absolutely. Bring it anyway. You can, ne- you can never go wrong with And when you hear, no, nah, it's cool, just- don't worry about it. No, it, it is absolutely not cool, and you need to worry about that shit. Those battle words. You She's getting ready worry. for war. If you ain't, if your ass ain't never worried before, <laughs> you ain't lying. You better worry now. You ain't lying. <laughs> you better be worried now. The fuck. But yeah, so in a nutshell, y'all, 
if you are in a relationship, I do agree with the weekly sit down. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I have to say this because this is good. Like even I, and I think everything, even I never thought about that. If you, if you just, if you have a discussion, a sit down with your mate once a week, I think that will eliminate majority of maybe every issues, couple of months. If you have though. any, because if you not every couple of months, or maybe okay, maybe every two not months, because I feel like even a once a month, like yeah. that's gonna turn the corner and be back before you know it. And now we just having unnecessary conversations because we've been good, right? It's not unnecessary. It's not unnecessary because I know within them thirty days you probably See, did something assumptions. that I didn't like and I didn't speak on. It. You didn't. But if you do it, but if you do it again, if you do it again on a month that we, the month that we skipping, and you do it again, I'm liable to go off on you. When if we just were to discuss it at the mark. Okay, but if I'm repeating month, a problem that you have. Don't wait until okay. Well, we scheduled for our next sit down November nineteenth, so I'm gonna just let his ass have it for what he did on October twenty fourth <laughs> and October. No, hell no. Nah. If I'm still doing something that you got a problem with and you know it's about to get you to that point and no return, just hey, yo, get the what the fuck? Like we talked about this, you know, because it might be done absent mindedly. No, don't that that's. That's how you're not gonna talk to me though. You're not gonna say what the fuck because it's and that's the thing too. It's not it's your delivery. It's and it's what you say. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Now, this is a, a discussion all the time with me and my husband because we talk like we talk to each other like that. But if we having a discussion, like a deep discussion or a heated, well, argument, obviously, please don't use no curse words at me. Please. <laughs> Please don't, please don't say fuck this and fuck that to me. Don't, don't do that. Now, I'm talking about a, a relationship between two thug ass niggas because I'm a thug <laughs> ass nigga and he a thug ass nigga, right? So on a <laughs> on a regular, you know, we could be talking or whatever, and I curse like every sentence is probably going to be a curse unless I'm talking to my kids. You might get one. It might be shit ass, damn, fuck, anything. You might get it out of me. But I'm not doing okay. it towards you. You know what I mean? I'm talking in general. I'm not saying it to you. Now, in the argument, and you use those words, you're saying it to the person. I don't like that. Don't say it to me. Don't say it at me. If we speak it in general, it's like, oh, man, you know what? Fuck that. That's fine. But if we argue and you like, you know what? Fuck you. I'll I'm well, obviously, now, yeah. If you if you popping the words at the individual, like that. that's different. But if you cussing in general, of course, you you definitely got to yeah. watch that. And that's a good point. Most people don't, because I know I don't. Sometimes no. I could be real about it. I'm a cusser, so uh, you know I just See? cuss in general, and and I, I my tone of voice. I got to watch that because mm-hmm. I'm a very passionate speaker. So when I get upset or when I'm feeling away, you know it. So yeah, that's that's a good point because I'm I'm guilty of that. We all guilty of it, but when people don't, when sometimes when you when you when you say that to them, they don't understand what you mean at the time. But when you go back and think about it, it's like okay, now I know what you're talking about when you say don't you listen. We could fuck some shit up on the regular, fuck this, fuck that, fuck her, fuck him, fuck her, fuck them all day. But when we're in the heated discussion, please don't use fuck to me. 
I don't give a shit if you use any other person's word. Fuck is off limits. Arguing that's with your me. trigger. Yeah, that's and that's that's to important to know too. That's why communication is what? so important. You got to let people know that. It's, communication is the key. Okay? It is the key. Oof. And you know when my hands start moving, it's a wrap. Move anything that when can fly. my hands get to going, <laughs> they got they. They got they, my hands got their own mind, okay? And I think and they, they react before but I that's why it's important my mind, they to know they already not moving. get to that point. So when you feel the tension, just get away from each other. Do what's necessary to come back down. Because when you're talking in the heat of, of anger and all yeah. of that, you're not communicating. Mm-hmm. You're defending yourself. It's a you you defending what you did, mm-hmm. you trying to explain yourself mm-hmm. and you trying to get your point across irrationally because you're not gonna be able to get through to the other person because they got their wall up. It's like, no, nah, nigga, this is what it is. So you, you gotta dial it back, calm down, yep. and be able to speak intelligently and clearly and be effective. Period. And not for nothing, arguments is low on each side, you low key wanna win it. So you going the hardest so that you can low key take this win. <laughs> That's <laughs> now, nigga. I said what I said. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I got nothing for that. I, I got I got nothing for that because that's and just that's how y'all can have that. That's why men, See? brothers, that's don't argue with women. You just don't do it. You tell the truth. You be honest. Get your point across and shut the hell up. And that's all it is. That's it. And that's it. See, now, now, like, me and my husband, we at the stage now, like, even even if I want to argue, he's not going to give in yep. to it. It's like, he knows. okay, y'all, well, li- y'all get Y'all get re-energized okay. off of that shit. Yeah. Especially when y'all know y'all <laughs> right and y'all eyes get big and you jump up and you start clapping and moving your head what? side to side. <laughs> Yeah, but I was about to say the yeah, the nah. clapping when the clapping start, the clapping and a little and a little and a little. When the clapping start, start, I'm gone. Feet, I'm like, grabbing my keys. Know. The conversation is over. <laughs> you about to grab something? You about to be in my face spitting? I'm gonna try to push you back. You gonna take that the wrong way? You gonna swing on me? See, I, that's why I, I ain't got time. Yep. And this man, and that's when a handful dress is being wrapped around, and it's a wrap. <laughs> and that's why brothers we don't argue we don't do that especially if you have hair as long as mine shut your ass up just let it go child if you listen before you even argue here you go it's a sleep night cap why we gotta keep talking about this why we gotta keep talking about this what the fuck oh No, listen, listen, men by law, okay? This is Donald Trump law. You can't argue with the president. Men by law cannot... (laughs) We don't give a fuck about Donald Trump. (laughs) Men by law cannot wear bonnets. It's just, it's been scientifically proven. It's not called a bonnet. It's a sleep nightcap. It coming in the no, it don't. No, it don't. It's got the same shape to it. It's, the same shape. <laughs> it ain't satin. The same See, that's what you, it ain't material. satin. That it's, shit is. It ain't silk. It's what is it? Velvet. 
ain't no goddamn velvet, okay? If you let it's it's like it's a new material, okay? It's cotton like, but it's smoother. You feel me? Like I, I don't know the word for it. Science is still working on it, but that's what it is. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't I, I, I'm done with you. I ain't got no goddamn panties on my head. Listen, okay. Exactly why. <laughs> you want? I said, said cotton like. Oh my god. The heck? I'm over it. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm literally intense. I'm not. Full of I'm not doing it. Be, you full today, of it, okay? Y'all. You know. You know what? School. You know what? What they say <laughs> when you filming? It's a wrap. <laughs> so y'all you know it, this is what happens on live every Thursday if you don't be there this is what y'all missing out on good live and a good every old time. time okay every time um, now is the time for you to tell the good people where to find you your Instagram your um, Facebook when you do the battle of the sexes live. So yeah, family, podcast, you can check out that. UDP uh, on Instagram at UDP underscore the underscore podcast. Check us out on Facebook at unapologetically dope the podcast. Uh, you can check out my personal Instagram uh, dreadhead underscore teddy bear. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Facebook personally, so if you don't know me, go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we are on all major platforms, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Pods. Uh, we're about to get back in the studio as soon as Tiffany brings her ass back from Texas. Uh, we will be in the studio. I mean, who just go on vacation? Don't we about to record like and she just busts up to Texas like for a couple that. days. Like, Nah, she could do that after She got to live her life. She got to live her life. Live your... Tiff, do you, boo? Yeah, but shout out to my co-host, Tiff, boo? Chandra, and uh, t Media. Period, y'all. And they a whole vibe, okay? Abolicious. A whole vibe, all of them. Um, And and, and don't forget to um tune in on Wednesday yeah. at 7.30 to start to school. Yes. Because it's a whole vibe, too. Especially when he, especially when he turned on a hot seat. On the hot seat. Listen, you going? and Jay be losing, y'all. You, Jay, Lou, uh, one take. Y'all be losing y'all mind when the hot seat segment come. I can't. It be so hard to host and read the shit. That be you be missing. Listen, Courtney be yeah. Courtney court too. Be listen, too. all of y'all. Oh, court, like oh my god, like she just her her honesty <laughs> is so dope for her age. But it be like, girl, <laughs> y'all are a trip. Y'all come with it. I love it. I love the energy. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, y'all, y'all some dope souls. See, that's why. Listen, we come on shots with school to have a good time. Same way y'all come on wild back time to back. Wild. Yes, it is what it is. always. It's always a good always. time when we link up. Always, you can always look forward to it. But y'all, you already know it's your girl Cherry Wine. Catch me on a live, a post. Or whatever, I'm there. And you already know. It's the one time. Catch me next time. Bye. Yeah, let's pour some cherry wine. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah, pour a little cherry wine. Yeah.
Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, you pour a little cherry wine. Yeah, life is good.